either. Say something, or, or give me a sign. I won't even, won't even say anything. Just, I want to know if you're okay. episode of the ham radio podcast and we have another special guest on with us today but you may be familiar with him because he's been on here before we have frank duran uh back on the podcast today to talk a little bit about stranger things four after the dust has settled and (laughs) everything is nice and calm out there on twitter so we can have a nice rational discussion about season four frank how are you today Good. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. I'm I'm really excited to talk Stranger Things with you. I really had fun last time and it was a it was a it was a fun e- listen even for me. It was a good uh it was a great episode. So I'm excited yeah. to be back on. Yeah, well, we're happy to have you back. And uh Frank wanted to talk about season four, but not just talk about season four. I mean, he wants to go deep into <laughs> we got some aesthetics going on, some cinematography you know, all the good stuff, even like the predictions that we got wrong, got right, yeah, you know, all that good stuff. So uh, I think I'm going to start, Frank, by just, we could talk about, you know, overall, what was season four, you know, like for us? So if you would like to go first. Sure. I would say that, and I mean, I know this might be blasphemous to some of your viewers, uh, (laughs) some of your listeners, is that I think season four was the best season yet. I think that this was my favorite season so far. And I know that's hard to compete with the first season. Like I said, last time we were on the episode, first season's so great. And it's like iconic and, and I totally uh, just love it. And, but I think this season somehow was able to pass it. I think they were able to really tap into that 80s nostalgia while doing their own thing, uh, while ramping up an epic story, while also still having a story for this season. You know, like we know that this is ramping up to season five, but this season felt like it was needed and uh, had to happen to move forward into our final like climactic ending here, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I I think overall uh, it's, it's supplied us with two gigantic music moments that not only were big for the show, but like were culturally big Uh, running up that hill. Literally. I looked at it earlier was something like, uh, 800 million listens or something like that on, yeah. uh, uh, on, 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 on YouTube. And you're just like, what, what? Like, that's insane. It's, uh, it's one of those things that like, it's really cool 
when something can use music so well and ingrain it so well into the plot that it seems organic. You know, like we have a lot of musical moments now. I pointed to, uh, during my Thor review on my podcast, I pointed to Stranger Things on how to do a good musical moment because Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, which I thought was fun, but uh, inconsequential really, uh, had a lot of music moments that didn't feel motivated in any way. You know, mm-hmm. like they just didn't, them out of nowhere, all of a sudden, welcome to the jungle, you know, like, and you're just like, whoa, where'd you come from here? And I feel like running up that hill and uh, Metallica's uh, 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 drop in here was so built into the story and built into the characters. And it almost felt like, of course, it would be the song they would do instead of like, why are we listening to Guns and Roses? Because Thor, what is going on? You're like, you're like, you're like, where did that, where did it come from? Where, why does he love the, the guns and roses? But like, you're like, okay, whatever. Uh, but that's what I, I thought was really great about this season is that they were able to like, kind of do like this cultural moment mm-hmm. of like, of, incre- of like taking this great dramatic scene in the show and amplifying it into culture where everyone's just listening to the song. Everyone is now, you know, listening to a lot of 80s music I've realized going everywhere mm-hmm. because I've been listening to Running Up That Hill a lot more. <laughs> and and uh, I think that's, it's, 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 it's cool to see this like touching parts of culture that mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect, you know, like, and I love that. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you about the music. Like, I've always loved the music on the show and the way they do the music. It's like the they synths use are it. so good. Yeah, it's it's not only are they iconic 80s music, you know, <laughs> songs, but they use it in a really good way. Like, they don't just put it in there just to put it in there. They use right? it in a, a narrative sort of way to help, you know, only further you know, tell the story that they want to tell. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed season four. I must say though, season three is actually my favorite. Even yes. even after I, season I knew four, before I said anything, you were still gonna <laughs> yeah. be like, yeah, but season three because <laughs> I think it's because season three was really when I really got invested into the show. And I love the mall and the lighter yeah uh colors and everything of season three. The neon of season three is wild. Yeah and, and it the was fireworks. Just like it to me it felt like from the beginning of to the end of season three it's just uh uh you could definitely tell they knew right then and there that's this is where they want to take the story till yeah. it's finished you know and so that's why it's my favorite but i like season four is my second favorite like i i really enjoyed it and the to be honest with you, the only reason that it's not my favorite is because it did feel a little bit too big not Mm. because of the episode lengths but i guess because it took me a a while to adjust to them being literally all over the world (laughs) this season (laughs) whereas you know for me it's like i like my own little little group you know in hawkins Mm. and that's why i really was more invested in the hawkins plot um yeah than any of the others but i mean i still enjoyed uh, the season overall and i think it um you know <laughs> definitely sets up for for next season and and that's why it also the finale felt a little a little weird to me at first because yeah. any other ending to the previous seasons 
could have you could have made the argument okay well this could have ended the series right here mm. and it was like a completion well well this one it was like get ready for season continued. five yeah. yeah get ready for season yeah. five so yeah but but overall i uh I enjoyed it. I totally get you. And I've seen the criticisms, you know, like I've seen that, like when you say big, it's not only just that they're around the world. It's all of a sudden Mike and Will are dodging bullets in their house, you know, like, and and they're, you know, like L is in this training and it it's, it's all over the place. And, you know, and Nancy's, you know, is handing out ass. Uh, She's just uh, cocking guns and and shooting things. But uh, the, uh, and she was probably one of my favorite parts of the season. Other oh, yeah. than Eddie, love I Nancy. Say. I love, love Nancy. Nancy. Yeah, she was so great. And of course, Hop. I, I told you before, Hopper. I'm, that's why I'm wearing the Hawaiian shirt today. I wanted to look a little <laughs> Hopperish. Uh, and uh, I think that it, it's it, it. He had such a great season. Um, and it was so like it was that scene where he sat down at the table and is mm-hmm. t- telling them that they're being fed to the demigorgons. <laughs> Oh, it's pure. It's, it's pure. As they say on Twitter, it's pure Kino. It's, 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 it's high art stuff there. Like he really just like got to kind of like ham it up a little. And it was really fun. I was, I thought that was really great, but I think the person who had the, um, the best season, uh, who just, I totally thought he was going to die because he was having such a good season, um, is uh is is uh, uh wyona and um mm, uh is it what's his name uh what when they're sorry i'm forgetting um mitch's name is that his name name murray? uh murray thank you i'm like it's yeah. them it's them thank you so much uh it's like murray had the best season he got to fly a plane yeah. he got to kick somebody's butt he got to flame a demigod like the guy had the best season i was like he's dead He's gonna yeah. die because there's oh, no too. way yeah. like that he gets to have this much fun and then still gets to live. You know, <laughs> like, I exactly. Like, <laughs> like I, I thought the same thing. Like I love Murray and and Brett uh, Gelman who plays as Murray posted on Twitter like before Volume Two came out and was talking about how you know thankful he was to the Duffer Brothers for being a part of this and everyone yes. thought like this means Murray's gonna die. Yeah, Murray's dead. We didn't even see him like in the closing moments of. This, the season four finale so everyone's like where's murray so i guess his <laughs> fate is uh left to be implied hopefully we'll see him next season yeah i'm so, sure we uh, will you want to talk about uh some of the aesthetics and inspirations of the show and maybe yeah. you know explain to the audience kind of like you know the aesthetics uh part of things that you uh you wanted to talk about yeah so so when when i'm saying aesthetics i'm saying like the look the feel uh, mm-hmm. the inspirations they're pulling from and what they're really pulling from this season is of course our favorite striped sweatered lad uh, freddy krueger um and the 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 fret the freddy of my nightmares uh the uh nightmare on elm street series basically they're pulling yeah. from and not just one two it's like you know All a lot of, of uh, yeah exactly every single nightmare on elm street they're pulling from even moments where like it, you're just like holy smokes that's straight out of like uh nightmare on elm street five you know like there's several <laughs> moments where you're sitting there going oh my god i can't believe they're referencing that movie mm-hmm. um but it, they are definitely amping like all, always stranger things has been a horror uh show yeah. but it's uh, but it hasn't exactly had 
uh, you know, it has monsters, but it hasn't had like a villain villain mm-hmm. to really latch on to. So that's why I really love this season, I think, is that there's Vecna. We are, uh, I guess we can talk spoilers because we're talking all season four or one. Oh, yeah. You know, like <laughs> it is, is, is kind of it. This whole season was kind of his backstory at the same time, you know, as as uh, setting him up. And that's why I kind of like this is that there was very a villain focused season in that aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that he's bringing a lot of uh, uh, a lot of Freddy Krueger, but without the silliness, you know, like without any of the crack and jokes or anything, just a straight up uh, kind of new nightmare. Uh, Freddy Krueger, uh, new, new nightmares where Russ Craven was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to redo Freddy in like my modern way. And mm-hmm. it, and I think it, it's probably one of my favorites of the nightmare on Elm streets. And if you haven't gone that far into the series, just skip to that one. Just, just like, if you've only seen nightmare on Elm street one, and then you watch two and you're like, that was maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. You're right. It may be, <laughs> but three, three is fun. Four is fun. Uh, but like, just skip to new nightmare. If you're gonna, if you've only seen the first one, uh, cause it is straight Wes Craven, you know, straight from him, you know, he's writing, he's directing. It's like, he came up with it and like, it is scary. It's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not only just like gore, uh, or exciting kills, which is a, what a lot of nightmare on Elm street, Halloween, uh, Friday the 13th R is exciting kills, but not actually like, Oh, scary, you know, like, but Mm -hmm. uh, I, I like a new nightmare that he amps it up to being scary. And he's like praying on them, you know, like, and that's what is here with Vecna is that Vecna has all the control. He has, instead of, uh, you know, like having to wait until people fall asleep. Like Freddie does. It's just kind of like, Nope, gotcha. You know, like stick out the hand and yeah, gotcha, during the know, daylight, like, man, during the day, yeah, during the day in the middle of a lake, uh, in the middle of the road, uh, you know, anywhere in the, in the middle <laughs> yeah. of nowhere trailer park, you know, like he doesn't care. And he still, and he just like takes out the, uh, these kids. And I really love that. We finally stepped into like, what Stranger Things has been referencing the whole time, you know, like they've yeah. been referencing these 80s horror movies the whole time, but we haven't like fully gone into like, we're killing a lot of kids now, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that they really amped it up with this and you're just like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, they, uh, I know the Duffer Brothers last year, when they were talking about season four, they were like, you know, we're, we're going into more horror vibes and mm. we're getting more into, you know, Freddy Krueger. Uh, but you could actually make the argument that even back in season one, there were still those oh, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street elements, you know, with the Demogorgon coming through Joyce's wall. Yes. Which is Absolutely. a direct it's a direct reference. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think, um, you know, knowing what we know now about Vecna and his backstory and, and yeah, his right. connection with Upside Down, the Mind Flayer, you know it's on you can like there's videos on youtube of you know henry it was always henry you know and they have the clock sounds throughout right. the first three seasons and it's like how did i never you know catch, <laughs> catch that? on yeah and right. i at first i thought you know maybe this is just part of the soundtrack stuff you know <laughs> to make it all creepy and eerie but now it's like oh my gosh 
<laughs> he's been trying to send these people a message and even our people who are very smart intelligent and understand this stuff with the upside down even they are like completely oblivious to it you know <laughs> the entire time like, i don't know if if they could hear the clocks or whatever when they were in the upside down right uh but yeah it's it's just like uh, it's like we didn't even we didn't know anything before and now it feels like we know even less you know type exactly. of thing you know like and you're just like oh no yeah oh, and also no. that's also why season three whether you know you like it or you don't um it's so important overall yes. now because you look, oh, yeah. especially at billy you know the way he's when he's flayed when he's walking and talking that it's just like Henry Creel. Like we see right. uh, this season, it's like, he's the puppet master, you know? <laughs> um, right. They've been laying us down and you're like, you're like, wow, you guys actually, this was actually planned out. You're like, holy yeah. smokes. And, and that's one of the reasons I really enjoyed season four was because, I mean, yes, it had its flaws, but in terms of the storytelling, I mean, it's awesome oh, yeah. with the storytelling. Well, they, we're able to weave everything and they're and, and they're leaning yeah. on it heavy for this season you know, like like you know like yeah. like you're saying is that like a lot of the plot here is predicated by season three you know like mm -hmm. so it's like all, all of it matters which is great you know like you're not like oh well that you know that was just a little adventure you know like you're like no 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 that mattered um one of my favorite uh references that they do in this is uh, and and i don't know if everybody caught this but i thought it was really great was that when l goes to meet one downstairs uh it's in a boiler room it, yeah. where freddie you know like used to get rid of his remains and you're like and you're like you're like oh you know like it's like you, uh -huh. i the minute they did that that's when I knew he was Vecna. I was like, I, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, oh, he Vecna. <laughs> I, I thought something bad was going to happen down there. I really did because, I mean, I knew the, the reference there and it was so creepy. But then after and you're she like, took that, do not be with this man alone. Stranger yeah, danger. <laughs> yeah, like, don't do that. Okay. Um, but but really, after as soon as she took that chip out of his neck and his eyes, like his face completely <laughs> changed. And I knew, I knew, yeah, he, he definitely, um, you know, tricked her and right. or really manipulated her really uh, to getting that out. Of, and I was like, something tells me this is not a GPS tracking device, <laughs> you know? because right. the way, and just the way he talked about how something so small could cause so much trouble and i knew i was like something's gonna happen something's wrong something's yeah wrong. i mean i love that they played it up that maybe 11 had gone berserk and had mm -hmm. had killed everyone i did really love that they played that up and you were kind of like you're like, oh no, you're like, is our main girl a villain straight up, right? You know, and is just forgetting mm -hmm. that she murdered all these people. Um, yeah. I do think it's interesting, and I know it's heavy to talk about it, but it's like, I do think it's interesting that we had two shows recently that had um, kind of like mass murder of, of children scenes right at the start of their shows. Uh, mm -hmm. Kind of wild. I think that Obi-Wan Kenobi and Stranger Things both starting off with that 
is a very real reaction from Hollywood and our artists to, mm-hmm. to of, of writing it into our media. I think it's it's one of yeah. those things that it's no longer it's become such prevalent that it's like starting to seep into our media in a way. And I do yeah. I do think that it was horrifying to what witness those things. You mm-hmm. know, like that's what they did so well there is how horrifying it was you know and both Mm obi-wan and this but especially this i feel like they really amped it up and i know it's very heavy to talk about so we'll move away from there but like i do think that they did such a good job of handling that um this season you know like i think it's a heavy topic and it's hard to do so but moving away (laughs) freddy krueger is spooky stuff uh but it pennywise as well and i actually thought going into uh, volume two, I was like, Beckman's going to continue to ramp up things and he's actually going to do like Pennywise and start, you know, uh, morphing into <laughs> stuff, which I mean, right. he could next season. I mean, he kind of think... was being in other people, you know, talking through other people and stuff like that when yeah. he was in that, when the, and the balloons. Like, oh, yeah. No, yeah, that was, that was pretty that was awesome. I, I do, I think all of Stranger Things is a huge reference to, um, to Stephen King's works mm-hmm. in general, you know, like if it's a, if it's 80s, horror, if it's 80s horror, it's also Stephen King novels, you know, like, yeah. and uh, I think that's a huge part of it. Instead of this being in New England, though, they just uh, hawk it. So, you know, like <laughs> they were like, they were like not New England. This time. Um, but they I, I do think that it and uh, the clock in the wall is a reference to the stand. I believe I haven't read it myself, but I believe that's a direct reference to the stand. Um, I believe they so. Do, they do that and that too. And there's several shining moments throughout yeah. this series yeah. that are straight up references to the shining. And you're like, you're like, Oh no. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I, I think that's an important thing to keep in mind when you're watching this stuff is, is the, is the many references they're making to all these things. And to all the uh, prison break movies that they were referencing this season too. That was a huge thing is that they re- they literally in the script re- referenced Papillon, which is a, is a classic cl- uh, uh, prison escape movie. And uh, they also referenced, uh, they uh, oh, there, was an, uh, there was several movie references they referenced in the script, but they were referencing a ton of classic um uh, jail scenes there, even stuff from like Ben Hur. They were trying to do there, yeah, which I yeah. thought was so interesting. I was like, I was like, what is going on here? Um, and, and I, I think that's the fun of Stranger Things, too, is that it's a huge uh, pop culture love that's in this script without mm-hmm. feeling like, don't you love pop culture, fellow pop culturists? You know, like. It's not so in your face about it. It yeah. is able to build it into the plot, which is such a huge uh, artful thing to do and hard yeah. to pull off. And, I and it, it, it all feels original. That, that's what I love about it. It doesn't, doesn't really seem like you're watching uh, scenes from that have been taken from any 80s music, movies, unless you've seen them, then you, you, know, you would right. uh, be able to pick up on it. But if you haven't, you're just the average tv watcher you know right. just want something new to watch and picked up on stranger things you never watched 80 80s movies you would think wow like this is right. incredible yeah 
because um, it's a even even the max in the snowball set and it's starting to fall apart is straight out of uh nightmare on elm street mm-hmm. like that like they think they're at some place and then it starts to decay you're like uh-huh. you're like oh yeah i've seen this before <laughs> you're like uh-huh I also loved that fight. I thought that was great. Oh, yeah. I'm like fighting through the snow snowball uh, thing. So I, I was like, I was like, okay, that's great. I love the fact that they spent like 45 minutes there. Well, they spent longer there than they did in season two when they were in the actual <laughs> dance. But yeah, it was I it was incredible. I loved like Max is just, you know, eventually she's just sitting there and like, hmm, well, at least I'm <laughs> safe here, you know, and then I picky that piggybacked from a pizza dough freezer it was just like like it was it was incredible and then of course when Beckna shows up and and realizes that you know Eleven somehow has managed to come back and has her powers again and he goes you and it just it was I really love that and then he's like this is going to be so beautiful and and um Right. And then, you know, it's it, it's so straight up evil. That's why I love about yeah. it too. Is that uh, a lot of our villains nowadays have some sort of redeeming quality and they mm-hmm. redeem themselves at the end, you know. I kind of like that we have one here who's just straight up evil. He's just like, yeah. "Nah, I won't forgive you. You sent me into the upside down where I basically got shocked to death." And then uh and which was a wild scene of him spinning around in the in the ether basically and getting yeah. shocked by lightning. Oh yeah. Uh, I was like, wow, what a crazy looking scene. Um, but like, he basically is just like, nope, there's no forgiveness. I always hated everyone anyways. I just needed powers so I could hate everyone even more. And <laughs> yeah. you're just like, dang, okay, bro. Like, I, I really, uh, I enjoyed that. Like, you know, like there's no like, like, oh, but he's a good guy, like Loki or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like straight up, nope, no. Nope he's straight up evil that that yeah. guy's gotta die you know like well i found you, you know should what I found. set him on fire and shoot him with a gun you know like, <laughs> like, like that's well, what they do jokes on you we already did <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he still lived we don't know where he is but he's alive <laughs> but um i know what i found really ironic of that scene was you know when when she's in the Nina tank going through all these memories mm. and uh, he he's wanting her when she was like seven, eight year old child to join him in his quest for world domination uh, and to kill all humans. <laughs> you know, he's, you know, Papa's a liar and he's <laughs> terrible and, you know, it's bad man and <laughs> hate him. And I, he just goes on this really long That's the rant. only thing where you're like, yeah, Papa's a bad guy. Let's put it out there. He's abusing yeah. children in the least at the most war crimes. Yeah. You know, like, you're yeah. just like, and, but he goes on this, you know, epic rant um, for like 15 minutes to this child about how terrible this man is. Yeah. And then um, in this scene, when he's Vecna and she's like, you know, Papa's dead. I know what he did to you. And, and you know, yeah. he's a bad, you know, man you did this to you and he's like um no uh papa's just he's just an ordinary man like he was just an ordinary <laughs> man uh you did this to me and turns out i actually like it so yeah right thanks i guess and then i just i really loved <laughs> i really loved that scene uh because I, I, it was like 
he's really he really has gone completely nuts so like he being in the upside down and and gaining his strength and power um through the elements and stuff and becoming this you know monster right has really i think worsened <laughs> you know everything for him so i i think it's also good because it 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 you even with l not killing all those kids you can still be like l basically opened up the upside down yeah you know, like and kind yeah. of unleashed it onto our planet and you're like you're like oh no like it is all Eleven's fault and maybe yeah. she is sort of a villain here mm -hmm. and then you're like then he's just like nah you just gave me the weapons I didn't you know like I turned this into the hellscape it is and you're like yeah you're like oh so you're like so L's it's like it's not exactly L's fault but you're like, like, you're like yeah I'm like she didn't know I'm like it was unintentional you know what right. happened like she had no idea and then again you know, really, you can make the argument that it really was Brenner's fault because his obsession yeah. with finding Henry and pushing incredibly too far without, you know, knowing what the heck he was doing or what this <laughs> was. And then he lost Eleven and couldn't get her back, even though she was like literally right down the road from the lab, you know, and still couldn't manage to get her back. And so it spread very quickly and then mm -hmm. um you know owens comes in he knows a, about 11 i think and knows about yeah. all the stuff he knows uh, apparently um you know the government knows 11's out there that's why she's with hopper right and yet owens no one bothers to go to privately to hopper to say hey you know <laughs> it's growing it's you know and it's getting, we know that girl can close it yeah, and <laughs> and it's like they could have just Hopper been like, "Hey, they could have asked go. nicely." <laughs> yeah, like, we're just gonna go and close it, you know, and that'll be done. And they didn't, and it, you know, it it grew, it festered, and and now right. we have the issues we have today. And and even after everything that happened in season three of the Mall, it was it was just too late at that point because. The upside down had already weakened the rift right. between both worlds, so it was, you know, he was coming out regardless. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, I'm so excited for. I, I really love that the end of this season was just oh, like that they kind of lost. You know, like yeah. I did, I did like that. Uh, that like it because of course that's very you know end of second act, but like you know like mm -hmm. but it is very it's like. It's very, uh, you know, Empire Strikes Back where they just freaking lose, you know, like, and yeah. it's just straight up like our heroes who kicked ass last season, took down a giant monster in a mall. They finally go up against Vecna. They're able to kill him uh, or something. And they're and they're like, yeah, and they still lose, you know, yeah. and lose all of Hawkins. I, yeah. I'm kind of excited to see this kind of uh, upside uh, season five of like, the upside down breaking through kind of mm -hmm. like what Jurassic world dominion should have been more mm -hmm. of, of like the dinosaurs in the real world. It, this will be like the upside down in the real world, you know, like, mm -hmm. and they have to deal with it because that's where Vecna will probably be. He'll probably yeah. be in like the center I, of it. 
I agree with you, Frank. I'm actually, I mean, as, as bad as this sounds, I'm actually looking forward to seeing just the chaos and the destruction yeah. that we, we haven't really seen before. I'm, I really am curious to see what these new monsters and the beasts <laughs> that Nancy, that Vecna made Nancy see. Um, because yeah. I would think that if it were more Demogorgons and stuff, she would know have known what that was, you know. But right. she doesn't say it. She just she says it like she's not familiar with it. And I'm just uh, I'm really am interested to see what Hawkins looks like next season, right? Um, because it was already like quickly breaking through at the end of <laughs> season four, which I wasn't expecting at all. But I love you know the the ending five minutes there of yeah episode nine where the snow is falling <laughs> and uh and they're standing on decay. the hill that's such an epic yeah. shot you're like oh i love that shot. yeah and the the remix of the stranger things theme song there right. was absolutely amazing love that yeah and that's um i love all the remixes of stranger things music i, I it's funny it's like it's one of those things that it, a lot of artists have done it and i'm like mm-hmm. keep doing it keep it up this is great like yeah <laughs> just just keep making more but i i i i'm i'm completely with you i think it's going to be very deathly hollows where it's like you got yeah. used to them going to school and also fighting monsters but this book or this season will be uh-huh. none of that they're full adventure yeah. you know like full on no no school no normal um, life just no kid stuff Yes. Yeah. Just, I, I, you know, that's the fun of Stranger Things, but I think that's where the story is naturally going. You know, like of just being like, okay, no normal life here. This is just life falling apart as we know it. You know, like, and you're like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. So, um, we have about five minutes left. You want to move on to the predictions? Yeah. I mean, I we still we were sort of talking about it. There is that I think that season five. Uh, is going to be what's great about it is that everyone's together now everyone's yeah. pretty much together uh, everyone's in Hawkins Hawkins is sucked in yes. to the to, to the upside down basically and I think it's going to be uh, a great season of of hopping back and forth from the real world in the upside mm-hmm. down or just straight upside down pretty much the whole time which is dangerous too because uh, season one they couldn't even breathe it you yeah. know, like they couldn't yeah. even breathe it. And you're just like, which somebody was pointing out to me. They were like, they were like, they couldn't breathe here before. And I was just like, I was like, I was like, e- yeah, sure. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not good for them. You know, like, yeah. yeah, I'm sure the bats coming down are worse for them though. So don't, oh, yeah. I don't think they're worried Definitely. about the coughing the, so much. <laughs> the monsters coming into their homes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited I, for everyone to believe them too i'm that's yeah, what i'm really excited yeah. for i'm done with the stranger the, the stephen king like it very much like oh no we don't understand no everything's normal even though kids are disappearing and dying you know like they're like <laughs> no everything's normal you're like no no yeah. it's not you should freak out a little more exactly like <laughs> i'm excited but, for everyone to drop that and the whole world to go into chaos <laughs> yeah i mean well i'm just excited you know I mean, everything may come to like hell in a handbasket next season, but at least they'll still be in Hawkins. Like, at least <laughs> we can keep the main thing the main thing. But yeah, I um, I hope it turns out uh, all well for them, like our characters. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, let's not kid ourselves; it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better on this show. But I, I mean, I I'm also... actually looking forward to it. Like, 
I, just, I also think a lot of Russian stuff is going to come up even more this season because mm-hmm. they kind of, they kind of took down a whole freaking gulag and the, the, the Russians just let them fly away after that. Like, yeah. no, no, they're not just going to let them fly. They're going to come and they're going to like, uh, they're going to do something about mm-hmm. this uh, breakthrough in, in yeah. the upside down. Yeah. No question. Are the Russians going to be either really pissed and actually bringing military power or they're going to mm-hmm. be sending like elite units, like the military yeah. that was and here. I also think that Owens will still, he'll come back next season. Yeah. I think the thing with Colonel Sullivan coming think, after 11 is not over. I don't think no. he's do you coming think Max, do you, What do you think about Max? Like, Ugh, I mean, that is such a slippery slope right now because I mean, the Duffer Brothers confirmed like she's alive, yeah. but she's, no one really knows where her consciousness is i think she's with beckna uh somewhere Mm -hmm. i think he took her at the last moment uh with him i do think she will be very key to next season because she's technically alive so she was dead long enough for him to get the rifts to open but i think you know to let the upside down come in but it'll be interesting to see because she is physically alive albeit you know her, her consciousness right? is not there i'm worried be vecna's enough, gonna though. use her like that's what i'm worried about is vecna's gonna use exactly. her body because yeah. it's empty you know like is basically yeah. he gets a vessel in the real exactly. world and i'm like oh that's that's gonna be frightening if we have like an evil max running around because vecna's inside of her you yeah know? Like, like, i um i saw a really good prediction the other day on a, a youtube video that was talking about you know the influences of it yeah. and how at the end of the book pennywise does something to call them all back to the action yep. and you know vecna right now he's hurt and he's you know maybe gonna take some time to heal and then he's gonna do something that draws them all back in and the <laughs> theory was you know it's gonna involve max you yeah. know something to do with max maybe they start seeing her in their visions or something and then that's he's going to kind of trap them by using her but yeah max more than anything is i mean i'm i'm very interested to see where they they go with that and they better not screw it up i'm just (laughs) telling you that right now i think they're in their stride i'm really excited about it that's my number my number one thing about season five i'm not worried this is this was such a good season i'm excited for more yeah so um do you have anything uh, else you want to say before uh we uh we go Uh, go listen to the warp shelf podcast. Uh, if you want to check out, uh, I'm yep. Frank on Twitter and Instagram, but I'm also do uh, Gundam models. So you can check me out on yep. Gundam on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. So like Everyone that. go uh, check out Frank and the warp shelf podcast. You'll not be disappointed. You can hear more Thanks. on um, Freddy Krueger. It all we talked about because they have episodes <laughs> on all of those. So yes. uh, thanks for, uh, for joining me today, Frank. Thanks for and, having uh, me. Yeah. And uh, over now, bye Frank. Bye.